Head to netsuite.com slash briefing now for their one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Hey, everyone. I'm David Chalian, the CNN political director. This is the CNN political briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Thursday, September 23rd. Democratic leaders claim progress on that huge Build Back Better economic bill that the president is trying to get passed, but they have very little to show for it. All the readouts yesterday from the four and a half hours worth of meetings that the president had with Democratic congressional leaders, then he had meetings with House and Senate moderates, he had meetings with House and Senate progressives, and the result of all of that yesterday was well, we're making progress. We seem to be moving the ball down the field here. And yet, no specifics came out of it. We still didn't learn whether or not Nancy Pelosi is going to live up to the commitment she made to moderates in her caucus to hold the vote on Monday on the bipartisan infrastructure bill, that $1.2 trillion bill that already passed the Senate with big bipartisan support, and that moderates are eager to get to the president's desk for his signature. We don't know yet if that's going to happen on Monday. What we do know is even after the meetings with President Biden yesterday, that progressives still say until they have a deal on what the bigger spending bill, the Build Back Better bill, the so-called human infrastructure bill is going to look like, what everyone will agree to on that, they're not going to vote to pass that bipartisan infrastructure bill. So even though everyone said, well, the president was very engaged and he gave us sort of the homework assignment to tell us exactly what moderates would be willing to agree to, what progressives are going to be willing to concede, we still don't have any details. And that became even more crystal clear today when at Nancy Pelosi's weekly press conference, she showed up with her Democratic counterpart in the Senate, Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer, and the Treasury Secretary, Janet Yellen, so that the White House, Senate Dems, and House Dems presented this united front, and Chuck Schumer came to read basically a one-sentence press release and then take no questions on it. The White House, the House, and the Senate have reached agreement on a framework that will pay for any final negotiated agreement. So the revenue side of this, we have an agreement on It's a framework, an agreement of a framework. Well, that certainly left lots of head scratching. What does it mean that the Democrats have agreed to the pay-fors, the revenue side of the bill, when we don't even know what the bill is yet? So that was a clear sign that Democrats were eager to show some bit of real progress, like, hey, we have agreement here, but then not back it up at all with any actual information of what that agreement entails. Now, as I said, one critical missing component of this is on the other side of the ledger is how large is this bill going to be? What is that top line price tag number going to be? Because clearly progressives feel pretty dug in at $3.5 trillion, and it is just as clear that that number is not going to pass the United States Senate because Joe Manchin and Kirsten Sinema have already made clear that they're not going to vote for that and you need every vote in the Senate. So clearly there's got to be a compromise here between those two wings of the party and across the Capitol complex, in order to get these bills to the president's desk and get them signed. Nancy Pelosi, the Speaker of the House, said, pay no mind 
to that top line number. And she not only said this at a press conference today, she also told her members of her caucus in a private meeting exactly the same thing. This is not about price tag. This is about what's in the bill. What's in the bill? For children, what's in the bill? Universal pre-K, child care, child tax credit, family medical leave for their families, protecting the planet for them. It's about specific legislation. How much does that cost? How do we pay for it? And as you know, complicating all of this, sort of raising the stakes of the moment, is that we are now one week away from the deadline to fund the government, to keep the government open and functional. One week from today, if Congress doesn't pass some kind of continuing resolution funding the government, the government will shut down. Now, Nancy Pelosi today said, do not worry about that. It's not going to happen. They will have funded the government by next week's deadline. Then, of course, the other issue is, what about raising the debt ceiling? As you know, Republicans say they are not going to participate in that, and so they're leaving it to Democrats to figure out how to do that solely with Democrats. We have not yet heard a plan on that, but again, Nancy Pelosi said, not to worry. We are not going to play politics with the full faith and credit of the United States of America. This is a credit card bill that we owe under President Trump. Only 3% of the debts, of the costs that we're dealing, only 3% have occurred under the Biden administration. This is largely under the Trump administration. And again, Democratic or Republican president, we have to lift the debt uh, ceiling. She said, sort of take those two high-profile potential dramas off the table and uh, stay focused on this moment in time where in these next few days, Joe Biden is trying desperately to bring the various factions of his party together to keep his agenda moving forward to full passage through Congress. And here's the reality, folks. A brand new Gallup poll yesterday, a brand new Pew Research poll out today shows Joe Biden's approval rating on the decline. And he's not just losing independence. In the Pew poll out today, he's at 75% approval among Democrats and Democratic-leaning independents. That shows he has erosion not only with the middle of the electorate, but also from his own team. And he needs these two wins on the board real fast to be able to shore up those numbers. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And please take a moment and be sure to follow us wherever you get your podcasts. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move to NetSuite. Backed by popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com briefing, netsuite.com briefing.